This is Rebecca Fillmore, and I want to welcome you to Her Inspired Mind Podcast. Each week, I will be helping you strengthen your mind, be inspired, encouraged, and empowered. Be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you aren't yet, follow me on Instagram at Inspire Her Mindset for daily inspiration. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Her Inspired Mind podcast. This is Rebecca Fillmore, and I am here today with a very special guest. I met her through a networking event or networking group, I'd rather say, that I'm part of. Um, And I'm just going to share a little bit about her. Um, Mary Knippel, she is the soul story writer, and she helps transformational leaders connect to their soul's calling and articulate it into the written word. Together, you craft and package their vision into professional credibility assets like books and blogs to grow their business, attract clients, and leave a legacy to allow their message to live on beyond this lifetime. Drawing on her 35 years of experience as a journalist, she has developed a knack for helping her clients get your expertise out of their heads and onto the page. Mary's on a mission to help women's voices be heard and to empower them to claim the story only they can tell. She is currently looking for co-authors for the collaboration book series written in her own words, and you can visit her website at yourwritingmentor.com. Welcome, Mary. Thank you for being here with us today. Oh, I am so excited to be here. And after our last conversation, I'm I'm thrilled to to continue the conversation with all these wonderful people who will be listening. This yes. is such a joy. I am so happy to have you. Uh, Mary, where are you from? I'm in Happen Bay, California now. I'm originally from Minnesota. Ah, okay. So we're in two completely different time zones speaking to you today, united with one mission, right? And that Absolutely. is to bring you women some hope, some encouragement and empowerment. Um, before we, you know, dig a little deeper, Mary, if you could just share a little bit about your story so that our listeners can get a little familiar with your life. Oh, I'd, I'd love to. And um, when you were reading my bio, it was just like, wow, that little farm girl did that. <laughs> and I'm already getting emotional because it's just like growing up. I wasn't encouraged to be a writer. Mm-hmm. That wasn't realistic. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I, my, my mission is to help women's voices be heard. And I had to start with mine because I was, you know, I had worked hard to graduate from college and in the, in the industry, I was kind of dismissed as you're just a bored housewife. What are you doing here? Yes. I grew up reading Irma Bombeck and that was the kind of writing I wanted to do talking about real life mm-hmm. where she talked about not only making the pot roast, she, she talked about burning it and how you interacted with people and, and, that's that's what I love being able to encourage my my 
writers to do to become authors and sharing what they have learned from their life experiences and all of that wisdom that we gain from going through what we went through that made Mm -hmm. us the resilient women we are. Yes. Um, So writing is my superpower. (laughs) Yes. I love it. I can't wait to read one of your books. And, you know, speaking about your story, what is your story, Mary? I know you said you were grew up as a farm girl, um, but I know there's more to you than that. What are some things, difficult struggles that maybe you've gone through in life that brought you to speaking with me today? It's being so always known as the shy, quiet fun. And having to take the stand that I know I can do this. My my family thought I was crazy when I said, I'm going to quit work mm-hmm. and go to school full time while we were waiting on the adoption list mm-hmm. and not knowing what was the cause of our infertility and having to buck the system, so to speak, as um, the, and and I've always used writing as the way for me to shine mm. um, as a secretary. You know, I'm I'm correcting the engineer's grammar. Yeah, <laughs> as, as a as a writing mentor, I am helping draw out the stories of the women that I'm working with. And my my memoir, The Secret Artist, came about because of the second breast cancer experience I had it was, it was just like okay it's it's time for me to not only get my stories out of my journals um, it's to be out there helping other women tell their stories because I I wrote several it's a series of essays actually and at the end of every one of my essays I'm I'm talking about I'm giving you writing prompts so that I encourage you to start writing your story within the pages of my book mm. and then I have ghostwritten and coached so many women as part of anthologies. And, and it was like, well, it's time for me to, to be an organizer, to, to be the compiler of, of my own anthology so that I could take the women on the entire journey to hold their hands and, and be there mentoring them to find the story that is meant to be told right now and to get it all the way to be an Amazon bestseller. And and I'm just like, okay, I'm 72 and here I am doing what I was born to do. Mm. Um, and all along the way, encouraging anybody I talk to who says, I could never write a book. Oh, that's so much. How would I know what to say? And it's the first, first thing I do is just like, pick up a pen and and set a timer for five minutes and ask your heart what it what it wants you to know mm. and just write you have the story within you you have many stories because we've we've all had so many life experiences that have changed the trajectory of our life yes. from the frustration of not being able to find your keys in the morning when you want to get out the door mm. to <laughs> to you know, you you husband or you losing your job and, and having to move cross country or or being diagnosed with a 
with a catastrophic illness or, or someone in your family that has passed away and you're just blown away because how did this happen? Mm. They were fine yesterday and now they're not here. Mm. So we, we have things that have changed us and the wisdom that we learned from that is what makes us resilient, brought us to be who we are, gave us new skills and what that hope is what we can share with other women. Yes. That that's the core of the stories that I I write about and that I help the other women write about. It's like you have a piece of somebody else's story. Mm. And and we have a responsibility to be out there. Yes, it makes us vulnerable and and transparent because there I I know a little bit more about you that I never knew before. Mm-hmm. And that that is the magic. That that is the beautiful thing. Yes, absolutely. I agree. That's when I started my brand Inspire Her Within. That was the premise. It was about women sharing their stories of struggle and triumph to inspire and empower other women. Because there's no worse feeling in the world than feeling like you're alone. Than feeling like no one understands you. That you can't even talk to anybody because they might think you're crazy or, you know, just look at you in a weird way, right? But there's so much power, like you said, like... When we share our stories, we can help save a life. And like you said, you know, it does take being vulnerable. It's, it's scary, right? When you start opening, Mm -hmm. like, I know when I started sharing (laughs) my story, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, how am I going (laughs) to share this story? You know, are people going to look at me and, and judge me? But I got the opposite. I got women telling me that I inspire them. Women Mm -hmm. telling me like, you help save my life. Yeah. Like our story, our stories are so powerful. So thank you for being vulnerable, for helping other women to, you know, share their stories um, and in written form and, and to dig deep within. So I want to ask you, why do you think that so many women feel like they don't have a, sh- a story that anyone would want to even hear? Well, I mentioned Irma Mamek before that that we're we're the caretakers. We're the ones who are in the background, making sure that everything else works for everybody else's life. Mm-hmm. And that feels so oh, it's so ordinary. And what I really want women to understand is that that is your superpower. That's what makes you so extraordinary mm. how you show up and lavish love on whoever is in your life yes and it's it may be an event that seems like well this is happening everywhere um why would my talking about this be any different and the difference is you mm. because you're the only one who knows your story from the inside out, you're the only one that knows the details and the impact that it had on you and how it changed you to be who you are. 
one of my clients, we were working on her, her about page on her website. And you know, on your website, you can have all kinds of little, little tidbits that, that you, you drop in occasionally somewhere else, but, but on your website, you have this epic bio because you don't have a word count. Mm -hmm. And, and so I, I always ask the question, you know, tell me about the first time, first job you ever had. And she wanted to talk to me about being in the industry that she's in and how the awards that, and, and I said, you know, go, let's go farther back to when you, maybe you were a kid, you know, what, what was the first job, first time somebody paid you? And she said, well, I babysat for my next door neighbor. And I said, Oh, okay. How old were you? And how old was the child? I was 10 and it was a newborn. Mm. And as a mom, <laughs> I, I would be skeptical of a 10 year old being able to take care of a new newborn. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 she, and I, and I asked her, you know, how did your neighbor know that you could do that? And she says, well, she saw me with my handicapped brother. Of course she knew I could handle it. Mm. And that was more detail that hadn't been disclosed before. Yeah. And I said, that is the, the detail that talks about your character and how you could handle yourself as a 10 year old and have a conversation with an adult to, to convince them that you could do a job. And she said, um, everybody babysits. No, everybody <laughs> does not babysit. And it definitely doesn't ask for a job for, from an adult as a 10-year-old. Mm -hmm. And we were at a networking event, and, and they, she was on a panel, and, and they were all invited to introduce themselves and give um, a tidbit that isn't necessarily on their bio. And I said, here's your chance. You can introduce yourself and, and she's, we're all professionals here. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and it would change their, their attitude about me. And I thought, yeah, it could. And so I went and sat down and I was surprised that she did introduce herself and talk about the babysitting job. And afterwards she came up to me and she said, there were so many people that I hadn't talked to before because they kind of thought that I was intimidating. Mm. And, and I said, Oh, isn't that interesting? They saw your heart. Mm. They saw you as a little girl who take, could take care of a baby and her handicapped brother. Wow. So the industry that she is in is sales. She's really confident mm. about what she knows and what she can do. And to some people that can be intimidating. Yeah. But when she shared her heart that was a detail that people hadn't heard before. And when they heard it, they saw her in a different light. Mm. She was more transparent. And we're all judged and we're judging. So give people a reason to see your heart. Mm. I love that. Give people a reason to see your heart. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So my next question is, what is a transformational story? I think, and just my opinion, it's something that 
has changed your attitude, your behavior, um, your perception about who you are and the mission you are on in the world, uh, how you are impacting the world. Um, when uh, I had my my second breast cancer diagnosis, it, it was very clear that I wasn't taken seriously because I I wasn't getting what I was writing in my journals into a more perfect, polished professional uh, form and sharing it with the world. So that's that's how the Secret Arts came about. I'm just waiting to see what happens after my third diagnosis. Mm. You know what what is the message that I. I don't know if it's going to be a TED talk or what, what it's going to be, but it's, it's something that changed the trajectory of your life. Something mm-hmm. that made you stop and go, huh, what, what more could I do? Mm-hmm. What, who, who else can I be? Cause clearly something happened that changed. Maybe, maybe it changed my body. Maybe it changed my mind. But it definitely changed my soul because mm. because I don't feel different now. I, I don't feel the same now. Mm-hmm. I am different. And maybe maybe it's something physical that your your family had to move from one state to another and you, you get a chance to reinvent yourself mm-hmm. and you give yourself permission to do something that you haven't done before to volunteer at with this organization or you you go in and give your time um, to this organization or learn, go to school and learn something. You know, a transformational story means that you have said yes to yourself in being the best that you can be at that point mm. because we're always changing. Yes, I agree. I, I think, I don't know why recently I even feel like I'm changing from week to week (laughs) to be honest. I feel like I've been in this. um, I felt myself change over the years, you know, with the things that I've gone through, the things I've learned, um, the experiences I've had, the conversations I have. um, And recently my husband and I, we went to Sedona, Arizona. And I was looking forward to that because every time I meditate, I literally can see well, I saw the Grand Canyon. I didn't get to visit that yet. That's another trip. But mm-hmm. um, coming back from that trip, I felt some transformation occurred, right? And changed. And, you know, I love that. Um, that's one way that we can share our stories. Because like you said, like, we could have so many, we could write so many books, right? <laughs> With the transformations yes. that we go <laughs> through in life. <laughs> yeah. When people say, I wouldn't know what to write. You have so many things. Mm. It just let yourself be quiet yeah. for five minutes, build up that writing muscle and your soul will tell you, you're just taking, you just take dictation. You don't yeah. have to think about it. In fact, yeah. I don't want you to think about it. I just want your hand <laughs> across the page. Yeah. Five minutes every day and you, you'd be amazed. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's powerful. And so like let's say there is a woman who's feeling stuck and she does want to write a story or a book. Mm-hmm. How can a woman that 
maybe wants to write a book, how can she uncover the story that she's here to share? Starting with the journaling. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody that does something significant, like, like running for president, holding a, holding a, um, a, a big office, anybody who does something like that seeks someone that has done what they want to do. I, I would, I would suggest that they interview some coaches find, find a writing mentor. Um, what I did as far as being a journalist, that was great training for me to ask, um, to learn how to ask really good questions. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily have a list of, oh, we got tick off the boxes. Yeah, we talked about this. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. I might have some ideas about what's, what, what's the core that we want to, to talk about. And I'm, I'm very intuitive. And I will listen for what people are not saying mm-hmm. and help them bring out the story that it has been waiting for the right space and the right time. Because mm-hmm. divine timing, you don't mess around with that. Yes. But, but I, I love it when people say, I've, I've never talked about that before because something just floated to the surface and, and they felt free enough to talk about it or I will ask something specific and they'll go nobody's ever asked me that before and then Mm -hmm. they'll launch into something that they've been longing to talk about and they didn't have a container for it Mm -hmm. so find somebody you trust and start start talking about this is what I want to do and because you have to know who you're going to impact with what you're writing about. Yeah. You you have to have an idea of where your book is going to be shelved in the library or what categories on Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. have, I mean, just like you were talking about, you know, doing your meditating in vision, have, have, a, have a dream, create a dream board mm-hmm. and, and know, um, know who else is on the shelf at the library with you. Well, who is already writing these kind of books? Mm-hmm. And if they're not out there, think about why. Because you may be the leader that we've been waiting for to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And then, most importantly, what do you want people to know? What do you want them to do? How do you want them to feel mm-hmm. after they finish reading your book? Yeah. Being very intentional. Be very intentional. I want people to be inspired and empowered after they've read something of mine. Mm -hmm. I I want people to know that their story matters. Mm -hmm. And their story is the story that will make a difference to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that, when you know your core message, that is something that is weaved in the weave of everything that you will write. Mm. And I can't wait for people to quote you back to you. Mm. I love that. And I got to say, Mary, I love your passion. It shows 
It flows. <laughs> you can see that you speak directly from your heart as the sole story writer, right? And, you know, I love the fact that you're so passionate because I believe in following your heart, you know, and the fact that you are inspiring and empowering women to share their story is so powerful because, you know, when you share your story, I don't think a lot of women realize there's so much power in it. Like when you just pretend like you, you shared about your one client, like she's like, no, like, how are people going to look at me? I'm this professional woman. Like, I don't want to share, you know, my past of, but not realizing by being vulnerable and being real and being human and sharing that part of her life, she was able to meet a new group of people. And, yeah. you know, I, I just love that because when we share our stories, there's so much freedom, so much freedom and just sharing our truth because it takes so much energy to pretend, to lie, to hide. But when you're able to just speak your truth, not saying that it's not scary because <laughs> it can be scary yeah. in the moment because we don't know what the reaction of others is going to be. Right. And I think that most people worry about what are others going to think about me? Yeah. Are they going to yeah. judge me? But Mary and I can both tell you that doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your story is more important than anybody else's opinion. Yes. 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 And when you when you were talking, I thought about two different um, women that have influenced me. One was my speaking coach who said, why hide from the people who don't see you anyway? Mm, wow, that's powerful. Say that again. <laughs> why hide from the people who don't see you anyway? Wow. That's Susan good. Kirby. Mm. <laughs> and Maya Angelou would say I'm getting ready to write a new project and I pick up my pen and I might take out my legal pad and then I hesitate they're going to find out that I'm a fraud mm. they're going to find out I really don't know how to write anything mm. and I think when we have that inner critic that's saying who do you think you are why would anybody want to read your stuff? And I just go, hmm. Aren't we in very good company? Yes. When somebody like my Angelo would have those doubts. And what does she do next? She writes. Mm. And that's what we used to. And a lot of times I will make a joke and I will say, okay, I understand the inner critic. This can be pretty loud and annoying. Mm -hmm. So what about, what about giving them another job? What about giving them the, the list for target or <laughs> uh, plan the menu for next week and then go to Safeway or, or clean the house? That would be a wonderful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You go do something else. I'm writing right Yes. I am writing. Yes. We can't let anyone hold us back from sharing our story. 
especially not our own selves. And I think sometimes we can be our biggest critics. We can hold ourselves back the most by overthinking. I think that it's important that um when we have a thought and idea to jump on it, to do massive immediate action. Um, I love Mel Robbins book, the five second rule. Like mm. we literally have within five seconds, like you have, you can have a great idea mm-hmm. after five seconds, your subconscious mind will be like, no, don't yeah. do it because of this. Don't do it because yeah. of that. This can happen. That can happen. And then you don't do anything. Yeah. Right. Five, four, three, two, <laughs> two one, one uh, go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are the two choices. Either go yeah. or I'm no, gonna I'm going to stay in bed. Right. Bed. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, maybe you, I can speak for myself and, and, and so for you as well, because we all have that inner critic. We all have that self-sabotaging and, um, like you mentioned earlier, like that imposter syndrome might show up, but knowing why we're doing it and knowing that if we keep it to ourselves, that, that we could have been that person to save someone's life by sharing our story. Um, it makes me think about this morning. I'm part of this group and we're doing like this 14 day push and our coach was speaking to us and he was sharing a, a story about a family member of his that's a teen. He he went through 2020, through school, through college, you know, and he suffered immensely with his mental health and he was really mm-hmm. struggling. And he confessed to him that he was feeling like he didn't want to live anymore. And he remembered there was another coach that struggled with those same feelings and those same kind of emotions. And he connected him with him. And now the young man is thriving. He's no longer in that mental state, but he was encouraging us. Like sometimes we don't do things because we're afraid of how we're going to be perceived in the world and how we're going to be criticized. But the mission that we have, the things that we've gone through, the story that we can tell would be selfish of us to not share because someone needs to hear our story. Someone needs to receive the help, the value that we can share because they might feel hopeless. But then when they hear us say, I've been through what you're currently going through, that can literally help save a life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some of the gals who were, in written in her own words, you know, they hadn't written before mm-hmm. and they didn't know what exactly they were called to write. But when I, you know, shared the concept of this, this is your story. That's why it says written in her own words. Mm-hmm. These are individual stories. Mm-hmm. There's no theme that, oh, you fit in this pocket. And that's why I want, want you to write this this many words uh, it's and so the universe brought me these gals and the synchronicity of resilience and talking about mothering mm. that came through and how uh, the how when when that mothering presence is missing mm-hmm how we see ourselves and what goes forward as how we mother 
no, it, it was just, these words are so precious. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I was privileged to be a witness to help birth these stories. And, mm-hmm. and it's so I just, that's why I feel I'm really living my mission. And I wanted to address what you had brought up it was like that we have a responsibility i i like to give the analogy that you think about those beautiful tapestries that that create you know a beautiful garden or you know when you're in go to the castles in europe and there, there's a, some somebody on a horse or or something and you think about all the threads that go into those tapestries mm. Think about what it takes to weave that picture. And if we thought about our story as being one of those threads, and what would happen if there were enough threads missing, part of that picture would not come to life. And so when we are vulnerable and transparent with what our story has been then somebody else can get the whole picture of what they're designed to have Mm. offering that hope of of sharing what made us who we are so that they can see somebody else has gone through if not the same thing very similar they recognize themselves in us Mm -hmm. and how far along we are and they look it's possible yes there's hope yes i love that and i thank you mary for being here with us today um if there's a woman listening right now that you want to speak to directly some just encouraging words what would you say to her right now I would say that she has a beautiful story that someone needs to hear. And if she is hesitant about uh, how do I start and what do I say, Mm. that she gets a notebook and starts writing five minutes every day and see where the story takes her. Yeah. Ask what does my heart want me to know? And her heart will tell her. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And so if there's a woman out there that has been thinking about writing a book that has been thinking about sharing her story, how could she maybe get in contact with you? um, If she would like some more information and direction. I, I have a free workbook, the download Three Steps to New Author Success. It walks you through some tips and you can go to yourwritingmentor.com forward slash call, C-A-L-L dash Mary, M-A-R-Y. And you can get right to my calendar and we can have a talk. Awesome. Thank you so much. And are you on any social medias where they could connect with you? I am on Facebook. I am on LinkedIn. And I am on Instagram. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, Mary, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Becca.
<laughs> I love this conversation because I think it's so important. And, you know, I thank you for doing what you do, for being so passionate and helping women to not only share, but write their stories and leave a legacy. Leave a legacy. Yes. Thank you. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening in. Please share this podcast episode in your stories. Share it with friends. Share it with someone who needs to hear this. And if you could leave a star rating and review, I'd appreciate that as well as it will help in expanding and sharing this podcast with others around the world. If you would like for me to talk about anything in particular or you have any questions, please feel free to send me an email at inspireherwithin at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Inspire Her Mindset and on Facebook at Rebecca Fillmore. Thank you for listening in and I'll talk to you guys soon. God bless.